To make those rainbows in my mind When I think of you sometime And I want to spend some time with you Just the two of us We can make it if we try Welcome back. Uh, it's Isabella and uh, Carly here um, for another round. I'm very happy to announce we have brought another guest on, guest near and dear to my heart. Walter is a dear friend of mine who I met working at a restaurant, who is my manager, and just became best buds. So before we get started, uh, we like to drink a little bit. So we do say guest brings drinks. So Walter's just going to tell us what he brought for us to sip on. So I got you guys some gifts. <laughs> oh my god. I'm truly at that to my feet. And I'll let you oh know. My god! Oh my god, this is making me so happy. So it's a bag. Okay, guys, oh. let, me, let me paint you a picture. It's a fucking bag First of up. four tall boys. Let me go ahead and pull out this original twisted tea. We have the um, white tall black cherry classic. <laughs> uh, Modelo. And <laughs> a fan favorite. Last but not least. A gold four loco in the flesh, which I have not seen in maybe six years or touched. I think we need to figure out who's getting how what? someone has to get the four loco. Okay, cause that's what I was gonna say. Full disclosure: someone has to drink it, or I'm out. <laughs> okay, I will either drink the four loco or shotgun the toasted tea. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. That's fair. Are you good at shotgunning? No. <laughs> so I would like go in the shower and do it. Here's Chris. Woo! All right. First Ew, oh sip. my god, I just caught a whiff. Alright, here we go. Cheers to the culture. <laughs> for the culture. For the boys. There we go. Shout out Alex. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> Alex, girl. I'm like, careful, I'll do it again. That's actually... Don't even say it's good. It's not good, but it's w uh, better than I remember. So there's caffeine in this too, right? No, those are the old ones that were yes. like killing people. They like outlawed those. Oh. Alright, Walter, crack open your Medela. Take a sip. Sippy. Just for the, all the ASMR fans. Yeah, exactly. For free. Chris, Chris. First sip. Down the mm, hatch. Wow. See, that Medela looks refreshing. The times we are having right now, I love having Walter here. Walter, what are you thinking of your experience at another round? Dude, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. This is my first time meeting you, and uh, <laughs> like I said, I came to party. The, I love the drink choice. I think the drink choice was perfect. When I opened the bag, first impression, terrified. Now I'm thinking it's just so camp. Like, this is really just, like, the best drink choices. Good job. When I, like, ghost women. Play people. You ghost women? I mean, like... So, like, when do you feel like it's appropriate to ghost? When it gets weird. <laughs> when it gets weird. What's, like, the final straw? Is it, like, a pattern, or is it just a person by person? Case or by is case it, like, cases? one weird gift they send you and you're out? Mm, no, I don't know. It just depends because like I do this thing like it'll be like it is not always a one night stand, but we're gonna have sex and then afterwards I'm gonna cuddle you and then I'm gonna do this thing where I kiss you all over your face but not your mouth. Oh, that's psychological! Like what? So that's literally a coordinated attack. <laughs> like so I do that, but it's not always like I enjoy it. But then oh, after I'm sure you do. He's like I actually really do enjoy it. Dude, manipulating I men and women. Not, it doesn't happen every time, but there are two distinct times I can think that I've done that, and within the next two weeks, I've been told, I love you. Shut the fuck up. I swear to God. Oath. So when they say I love you, are you, like, surprised, <clears throat> or are you like, I saw that coming? Uh, they would probably know better than I, I do, but I would imagine look on my face, because every single time- Do they say to you in person, or is it, like, a phone call? No, it's in person. So, like, what do you say back? 
You're like, thank you? Oh, yeah, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and what the damn, that's crazy. I don't say it back. I can't believe there's, like, boys and girls... I just feel like the I love you, I t- I, that's, like, sacred. Like, I'm not just two weeks in going to be like, I think I love you. Like, it literally, my last relationship, it took almost a year. I've had it happen in two days. Yeah, my closest is five days after we started dating. You said it? Oh, I didn't say it first, um, but I definitely said it right back. What's, what, what's the threshold for I love you? Well, I, I will think... say it's it varies for my relationships. The first relationship I ever was in didn't count. Sorry, Isaiah. I'll name drop you. You're an asshole. <laughs> um, but it literally, like, our first I love you was literally a text saying I-L-Y, and I was oh, like, girl. that was my first ever I love you, and I was like, I, I was a freshman in high school. Oh, okay. so it doesn't count. Oh, okay, okay, but I think okay. that's funny. Like, I just think that's funny I had to mention, but then my actual, like, first relationship I do count because it caused the most emotional trauma, so I feel like I have to count it. Um... We didn't say I love you until probably like a couple months in, and I feel like that was only because neither of us loved each other, and maybe you just had to say it to keep the relationship going. Mm-hmm. And then the third relationship, when um, he cheated on me, and I forced him to tell me he loved me, like I was like, I really like you. How do you feel about me? And he's like, I really like you too. And I'm like, well, what if I more than like you? But like, I won't say it until you say oh, it. So and then he was like, I love you. So you're fucking crazy. I am. It was like psychological. I really was. I was like, tell me you love me right now. And then, um, most recent relationship, it was just, it felt like it was right to say that. I think a good threshold is six months. Keep in mind, I've never made it to six months. Yeah, no. Well, also too, I've never said it first. Yeah. And so it gets to a while, like after the, like you can only hear two or three I love yous before it's like, all right, fuck, I either gotta say it back or I gotta get the fuck out. That's true. I, ideally, like, of course I'd like a guy to say it first, but if I say it first and it takes him two weeks to say it back... (laughs) My heart is going to be shattered into, that's like, true. a million pieces. Oh, that's a good but point. I, How do you feel about saying it first? I've never said it. But I also, like, okay, so I've never had, a, like, a relationship outside of college that has started, so I feel like I've never been in an adult relationship, so I feel like it would just be different. Like, I think now waiting six months does not sound crazy. Ask me a year ago, and I would literally be like... It's an eternity. I would literally it be like, needs to six be the The relationship's already over. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, um... But, like, now, I would I would tell a guy first. I don't think I'd be scared. But if he, like, didn't say it back, like, within an appropriate amount of time, I would be like, I'm done. Because you either love me or you don't. There's so many layers to it, though. Like, what do you what do you think makes it about someone that you love? Can you define it? I think you can. I think it's when, like, okay, I love Carly. And I think I love Carly the same way. I, like, I'm sorry. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I was sorry. like, come again. <laughs> I, like, love Carly, like, the same way I feel like I love, like, like, my exes. Like, not in love with Carly, but, like, I love her. Like, I do anything for her. Like, that's my bestie. Like, that's my dog. Okay. And, like, should we kid? I just feel like when you love somebody, it's, like, a ride-or-die thing. And it's not, like, you love them because, like, you just know... Like, it's just, like, a thing where it's, like, you know, like, their flaws, and you know, like, the bad parts about them, mm-hmm. too, and that doesn't make you, like, want to run away, and I think, like, just, like, when you can spend time with somebody and it doesn't run my social battery, like, that's a big part of, like, oh, like, you're my, like, you're part of my circle. Yeah. Like, you're it. Because, yeah. um, like, I feel like you can have friends that you, like, really care about, but, like, they drain you. Yeah. And so, like, then you don't love them because you can't be around <laughs> them all the time. Like, I think there's certain ways to define if you love somebody. And I feel like you can tell really early on if you do love them. I think that you can get, a, a, like, a very early on, like, feel. Like, oh, I think I could love this yes, person. Yes, yeah. But, like, I like what you said about, like, kind of seeing, like, 
I think you can only love somebody if you're cool with all the good and the bad. Yeah. And I just think that six months is a good amount of time to really see the good and the bad. Because sometimes yes, yes. I didn't see the bad until it was over. And I was yeah. like, oh, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, you are fucking psychotic. See, I like to let my crazy out in, like, like, subtle doses over the first three months. So it's, like, not a panic attack when three... Because the three-month mark comes around and you see people's true colors. Like, that's mm-hmm. a physical... That's, like, a real yeah. thing. The 90-day rule. The 90-day rule. And, like, that's when you know my entire crazy and you're either in or you're out. Some people love my crazy and other people, you know, want to get a restraining order. Well, see, I it. think I'm the opposite because you know how people talk about, like, the honeymoon phase? Yeah. I've never had it. Because what? I, because I am like You're just all problematic. I'm, I'm like I'm unapologetically me from like get go one. Yeah. So like uh, this, I don't want to out myself, but like for example, I sometimes get mad, and I don't know if you guys can tell, but like uh, I just moved into this apartment maybe like four months ago, and there's like seven holes and one. Of them, <gasps> You're a hole puncher. I had to get uh, two stitches <gasps> across my middle finger. Well, what makes you first number one? What makes you so angry like that? Is it because you get emotional and you can't, like, process it? And two, is it, like, over, like, girls or, like, people you're into? Or, like, it's just, like, situation? I, no offense to anyone I've ever talked to or done anything with. I'm not getting that mad over anybody. Like, <laughs> sorry, I love you guys, but, like, not that fucking much. Yeah. Like, if I was, like, oh, this is my person and this is it, like, maybe. But, like, I would hope they wouldn't take me to that point. But I've thought about it a lot, and it's funny, uh, my friend Michaela always says this. Well, she told it to me one time, and it really hurt my feelings, but um, I kind of accept it now. And she was, and we were like, it was like three in the morning one time, we were having a long conversation, and she was like, we were like, um, like, just having our perspectives of each other, like, oh, like, what do you, like, what, what can you tell about me, and like, things like that. And it was my turn. And she looked at me and she was like, well, I think you're really, like, emotionally intelligent, but when you don't get your way, you act like a toddler. Me. And I was me. like, excuse me? Yeah. But history does kind of back that up. <laughs> I, I kind of really agree with that, except, like, it really comes out only in relationships. Like, I feel like I can go zero to 100 so quickly when I don't get my way. And I think, you know... Why shouldn't I get my way? Um, no, but, like, I, I, and Carly's seen some of the stuff I've done where it's, like, if I don't get my way or I don't like what she just told me, and I'm, like, really trying to work on it because if I love this person, I shouldn't be so harsh. Yeah. Because I would not, like, do that to somebody I barely know. Like, I'm not going to go off on you and talk about your mom. Like, Oh, what not, dude, I've been in, like, ten fist fights. What are you talking about? But somebody you love? I'm not fighting women. <laughs> <laughs> but would you say... That, like, over time you've gotten better about that, or you're still the same? I haven't been in a fight in two years. Last time I got into a fight was January... <laughs> January? 11th, 2020. Can I ask a follow-up? Because you said, okay, like, you'll be... So, you know, it has been clear, Walter has dated men and women. So, you say you wouldn't fight women. If you were... I, I, I will not... I will not put my hands on anybody who I am with. Like, keep in mind, in everyone I've fought... They're Deserted. practically strangers. Okay. Is it, like, more like bar brawls than, like... Yes. The only time I've ever been in a fight with someone who I knew, but, like, knew knew, was a family member. Oh! Who was a male. Okay. So, like, that one's valid, and I feel like we can sweep that under the rug. Everyone else is, like... Like, the last fight I was in, I was at a, a friend's 22nd birthday. Shout out, Amber. Um, <laughs> she's probably not too fond of me, based on how the story ends. But we were we were at we were at um, her apartment and she threw like a party and she had all these she was like really cool with some frat guys, and before they get there it's like me and like everyone who I went to high school with but there's like ten girls there but I know them because we all went to high school and we're cool. Well, like thirty frat guys get there, just guys, 
And they see all these women and they kind of look at us and they're like, oh, they're going after the women. But we're sitting there like, no, no, no. We not, like, these are like sisters. Like, we're chilling. Like, I've made out with someone, but these are like sisters. Like, <laughs> we, like we are chilling. And I got drunk and some other people were drunk. When my friend Bryson, like, kept talking shit to these guys all night. And, like, I had to come and, like, big brother it and be like, hey, guys, like, calm down, whatever. Yeah. I'm walking. It's towards the end of the night. I'm walking across. I'm trying to, like, go. Like, I just love how you said, I'm walking. I'm walking. walking. Dude, my fucking mouth, like, it gets weird. I think it's my tongue. My tongue gets lazy. <laughs> and then, like, my words. All of a sudden, you have a New York accent. It's just the way my I'm tongue. I'm walking here. <laughs> um, and I was walking across the room. I'm <laughs> like, trying to say walking better. I was walking across the room to, like, go talk to my friends because I was looking around. I was like, oh, I don't know any of these people. As I'm walking, this guy bumps into me. Oh, I know this. I didn't think anything of it. He said, watch where you're going. I was like, he bumped into me. He put his hand on my chest. I said, don't touch me. He put his hand on my chest again. I pushed him. He swung. I ducked under it. And then we went through the beer pong table. And we cleared out the whole apartment. It was a full-on, like, fist fight. And I remember I took my shirt off. <laughs> when I get, that's how you know I'm like, If you see He's my shirt He's not going to hit you if you're off, sexy. That's for real. Like, if you see my shirt coming off, that means I don't give a fuck about my life. Shit's <laughs> going down. And so I remember, like, we're standing at the top of the set screaming down at them. The cops are coming, all this stuff. I walk in the room. I grab my shirt. And I'm looking for the birthday girl. She is in her bedroom, in her closet, in the fetal position, sobbing. <gasps> I because I just fucking cleared out her birthday party. <laughs> I walked in there with my shirt off in my hand. And I was Do like, this at my birthday party. Please. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> Clear out the birthday. You would be so upset. Not for the drama. Like, for the, I would eat. I love Jersey like, Shore. Like, that'd be a live like, episode. You'd be like, um, who was it? On Jersey Shore, there's like, anyone wants a popcorn? So oh, <laughs> like the situation. I want some pretzels. Like, I got pretzels. <laughs> but I walked in there and I see her sobbing and I was like, Hey, my bad about that. And walked out. Uh, man, just bill me. I feel like I'm, I might be the opposite way, but I've also never been, like, if I'm angry, which I've been, like, working on, uh, like, if I'm mad at, like, a significant other, I used to just, just kind of bottle, no, like, bottle it up to the point where I, like, was silent and would, like, ignore them, like, as punishment, where, like, I really should express, like, I don't know who's here. There was a knock at the door. Um, like this if these are our last moments. Oh, oh it's Caleb. <laughs> what? We're hey, filming the pod. Caleb. Caleb's <laughs> taking a sip of the Four loco because now he's a guest on the pod. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, so here's the here's the coin story, guys. So if you're listening and you know who you are, I hope you find me. I'm going to drop my address in the description. Pull up whenever. So Caleb just got here, and I think this is a great time to tell the story. So we're talking about fights. And I just want to let you know, everything I know about fights is either from the two punches I've thrown in eighth grade and freshman year and um, Jersey Shore. Oh my god, you've been in fights? I've never been in fights. I've punched men. I want to circle back around to that. Okay, we'll tell that story next. So Caleb and I are at the Coin concert. Shout out Coin. Sponsor this podcast. Love you. Seen two shows. Oh, I thought you were fucking talking about Coin. Oh no. (laughs) Coin the band. Um, So Caleb and I go to the concert. It's like tickets we've had for a long time. We even paid extra to skip the line so we could be like right in the front. So I get there probably, what, five hours early? We were there early. We got there, like, four, and the concert doors open at seven. So not five hours early. Math. So we get there really early, pay extra to skip the line. We're there, almost barricade. Like, we're right behind barricade. Opener comes out. We're having a great time. Coin comes on, having a great time. We're there living. Then all of a sudden, I hear the most 
annoying greeting, <laughs> greeting voices. Voice. And these two girls get in front of Caleb and I, and they, like, push us. And they're just dancing so obnoxiously, pushing me over. I almost fall down. I do something I'm not proud of. I pull the girl's hair in front of me. Ooh. I will say... I There's concert etiquette. It take yeah. There, it takes a lot just in general to make me angry to the point where I'm like physical. <laughs> if a if people like you waited all that time to be at the front of a concert and these girl, it's always girls. They snake their way up and they like are dancing like obnoxiously to just like make people make room and they somehow get to the front. It literally boils my blood. Like it's like and it was just really frustrating because like I like this band a lot and so does Caleb and like. Kale's my best friend, and I just feel like Kale doesn't enjoy live music or concerts that much unless it's bands he loves, so I just, like, really wanted him to enjoy the experience over me, and Kale was, like, a, a quiet, subtle asshole, and I'm more outward about it, and so I pulled this girl's hair, and I didn't realize how hard I pulled it until I had to pull her hair out of my rings, and she turned around, and I just want to shout out Kale, because Kill was like somebody like I feel like I've had to fight my own battles and until this night I didn't know he how hard he had my back. Please tell me he stuck this bitch. Please so, tell me that's how the story. So Kale, can I tell this whole story uncut? <laughs> okay. So I pull this girl hair and she turns around and she says something nasty to me and then I go, Wow, what a cunt. And Caleb and she goes, What did you just call me? Caleb turns to this girl and goes, she said, you're a cunt, you're a cunt, you're a fucking cunt. And so she's like giving us these dirty looks and then starts pushing on me. So I'm elbowing this chick. I'm like fucking mad. They move to the side. We enjoy the rest of the concert. Lights come on. Caleb and I turn around. I'm like, should we go to the merch table? What, like, do you want to just leave? Someone pulls my hair. I turn around. It's not even the girl. It's her friend she's with. So I turn around and I'm like, blood is boiling. And I just finished season two of Jersey Shore where I'm at my peak. Mm. and so I go did you just pull my hair and she goes no so I yanked the shit out of her hair and I go neither did I <laughs> and so she gets in my face and is about to she goes I'm gonna hit you I step closer I'm taller than her I'm probably like she's what like probably like 5'5 five five. for reference I'm like 5'10 yeah. so I'm like getting in her face and I'm like fucking hit me fucking hit me <laughs> fucking hit me I don't know where security is there's only a ton of security at these venues and there's nobody around I'm getting in her face and she goes to hit me. Caleb steps in between us and goes, if you hit her, I will fucking murder you. <laughs> and, I go, and then I go, no, he won't. No, he won't. Too far, too far. I was like, not double homicide, double homicide. Like, no. And so then she's like, but then Caleb's like pissed. And I've only seen Caleb like super mad. Raiders lose. Something really makes him up, like makes him mad. Like, really has to get him there. And he's pissed. Like, he's on a full 10 right now. She starts pushing Caleb and starts calling him a pussy and telling him to hit her. So I get back in her face, begging her to throw the first swing. I'm, like, talking mad on her. I was, like, with your, like, colonial ponytail and your butterfly earrings. Go ahead and hit me. And, like, Caleb's, like, literally trying to, like, I'm holding Caleb back, trying to push him out of the venue at this point. She, like, is pushing him and, like, calling him a pussy. And he tries to, like, kick her. Like, because I'm holding his arms back and, like, trying to get him out of the venue. And, like, I we're outside the venue now. Caleb's pissed. I'm yelling at this girl from outside the venue. I'm like, come and meet me outside. Come and meet me. Because the next night we were going back for a concert. So I was like, I can't get thrown out and show up, like, 24 hours later. And so, like, it was just, like, so awesome. I remember I called my mom and I was like, you're about to be so proud of us. Because, like, Kayla just had my back so, like, ride or die in that moment. He was like, you're going to hit her? You want to fucking die, bitch? Like, I was like, that was so fucking I'm sure awesome. you called me. I was, like, telling everybody <laughs> Everyone I could. Everyone contact. Oh, like, we went and got a cookout tray. It was amazing. Like, no, I literally, I think Isabella called me either, the, like, the next day or, like, right after and told me what happened. And I, it takes a lot to make me 
Like, I'm very non-confrontational, but, it like, in that situation, if I would have been, like, with them, I've always said, I'll get in, like, one scrap in my life, and that probably would have been the one. No, like, I, like, I also was going to fight in Nashville. Again, everything I know from fighting is from Jersey Shore. So, this guy was trying to, it was, like, 2 a.m., after New Year's Eve. So it was like 2 a.m. We're in line at the Taco Bell Cantina. Oh, oh my god. My god. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> so. Fire. And this guy and this girl try and cut in front of my friend oh and I. And we've already god. been waiting for 35 minutes. Like we've already been in that line. And he tries to cut in front of us. And I was like, no fucking way. I turn to this girl and I go, is this your boyfriend? Because if he is, I won't go full cunt out of respect for you. And she was like, that's not my boyfriend. Go do what him. you gotta do. <laughs> and then I was like, well, shit. Here we go. So I'm like. Get to the back of the line, punk. Like, this is... I, I've been waiting here forever. Like, I'm going to get my crutch up supreme. I'm drunk. Like, I'm ready to go. And he goes... And he was like, no, I'm not leaving. Quote, unquote, from Jersey Shore. I go, you can stay and get your ass beat. Stay and get your ass beat. You can stay and get your fucking ass beat. Like, it's literally like a Wow, like, fucking, like... I was, like, reciting everything I know. And he, like, takes his jacket off. Like, he's going to fight me. So then I had to, like, call his bluff, so I take my earrings out. <laughs> and so I'm like, and we're going to scrap, we're going to scrap. But in my, like, head, I'm literally like, I can't do it. I can't take another, I can't do it. I can't fight this man. And so, like, security's right there, so I'm, like, trying to be, like, extra loud, so I'm like, get him! Like, he's cutting in line! It's like, oh, you want to fucking fuck him? And I'm like, you're going to hit a woman! And I'm like, and a minor? Like, I'm a And a minority? <laughs> the security eventually comes and like moves him but I was like I told my friend after when I was like I literally am so scared right now like he's gonna <laughs> wait for me out here cause I was like talking such a big game cause I'm like you know Jersey Shore man oh but then Abraham Lincoln saved us yeah there was like an Abraham like I don't know if he was like an impersonator or Abraham Lincoln from think, the future I think past. no I think it was Abraham Lincoln <laughs> oh so you're there the whole time no. No. Oh. No. She just, she shows up like half an hour later. We're still in line at the Taco Bell Cantina. And like um we go in. Well, Carly's gone. Carly's no longer with us. Um we go in, there's a guy dressed like Abraham Lincoln sitting in the Taco Bell. No, he, I went in with y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like met y'all in the That's what I say. You were, but no, you weren't there. I wasn't there. That's what I'm saying. Like Carly I, Carly's body was at with the us venue, physically. I, at the end. So when we walked in, I spotted a guy in the crowd and I was like, that's my New Year's kiss. <laughs> New Year's kiss comes and goes. I don't kiss anyone. We're walking out. I spot him again. At this point... Kiss me! Apparently I'm nobody now. (laughs) At this point, I'm like intoxicated, so I just go up to him and I was like, I saw you earlier, whatever. So he's like, oh, let's like make it up. So they go to Taco Bell. I say I'll meet you later, which I really shouldn't have done. He buys like a bunch of shots, so I was already pretty drunk at this point. I'm like bordering blackout. He's like, let's go to Taco Bell. I'm like, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> and then we're on the way to Taco Bell, and I don't, I don't remember. I think he just Carly like, literally. Like, I need to go get my life. friends. Yeah, and I was like, peace. And so I literally, and then I joined y'all, and then we saw Abraham Lincoln. But even on his Taco Bell bag, it's an Abraham. What the fuck is going <laughs> on? I like, I like literally don't know what was wrong. Like he literally looked that was just like, like a him. fever dream. And I even recited the Gettysburg Address to him, and he oh said, he said, God. but he said the last half. He like said the last half with me. Like he yeah, also had a memory. I can do it right now. But I'm just like literally, he said 
the last half of me, and I was like, Abraham? <laughs> Mr. Lincoln? Mr. Hey, President? Thomas Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President, is, is that you? What happened? Did we just leave and he stayed? Yeah, no, Carl, Carly tried to um, take his taco bell from him, because we didn't got our... Kind of, Abraham Lincoln? We haven't, we haven't got our food yet. <laughs> like, we, we tried to get our food, like, we were waiting, and he got his food before us. Carly takes his bag, and he really had to snatch it out of her little drunk hands. She was like, she was like, let me just get a bite, Abe. Let me just get a My bite. My little grubby hands. He had an overflowing bag of tacos, and I was like, won't one soft taco not, like, set you back? It's like, dude, it's not a big deal. She, like, slides on, like, a all, fake all $5 bill. Like, she's like, it's like, like fake money she slides over. I'll and repay like, you. Soft taco crunch up supreme. It's worth it. And he just was not having it. I have a question. Yeah. I've just heard all these stories. I'm super into it. Why the fuck don't we hang out? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm, like, like, I'm I... ready to go in all of these moments. Like, I wish I was there. Like, why don't we hang out? I know. I like, I just, me and you need a brawl. But Not I, like, like us together, but us versus somebody else. Dude, I'm we need Isabella, to No, the thing is, Isabella and I get into a lot of, we instigate. We're instigators. So we, get, like, we let it build to like right before it's a fight and then we leave. If you were with us, it would just turn into but like, that adrenaline is, like, pump, again, I can put my shirt coming off. I'm so, I'm so, like, again, so ride or die when I'm drunk. If someone looks at Carly the wrong way, and I'm like, <laughs> what's what your you problem, bitch? Like, I'm really like, or if someone accidentally bumps into us, I'm like, you can't say excuse me? Were you raised in a barn? Because around here, we have some decorum. Like, Dude, I love it, though, because it's like that saying, like, have you ever heard the saying, like, you and your brother in the front yard fighting, somebody walks up and, like, wants to, like, start shit with your little brother? What you're supposed to do is you beat their yeah, ass. And then you go back. And then you go back to beating the shit yeah. out of your brother. And that was like, Caleb and I and coin. Like, I just feel like that's where he, I'm was, from. he was mad at me for probably instigating. But, like, he was like, well, I guess we're doing it. No, I guess we, we're doing we can it. talk like, about all that bad shit later. Yes. We're, we're that's my, that's like my brother, <laughs> like, Isabella, my best friends. I can talk shit all I want. The second you start talking shit, I'm like, what'd you say? But, so... To circle back to my OG fights. Oh, yes, please. I need to hear these. Man. Keep in mind, I went to a Catholic school, so we had to wear skirts. Mm. And it was apparently a national holiday grab-ass day. <gasps> and I was walking up some stairs, and this little boy grabbed my booty. And I have never been touched by a man. So I was literally oh like, I was literally like yeah. my innocence is gone, and it's your fault. And I was so mad. And I just like knew I had one opportunity. Like, I'm going to say, one opportunity. And I wasn't going <laughs> to let it slip. And so I grab him by the shirt collar, and I just punch him as hard as I can in the face. Oh, so you're fighting men. Like, I was like so mad. Mad. And like I didn't even get in trouble because what he did was like warranted. I could beat the shit out of him. And I remember like going home and like telling my mom and I was like, Mom, I punched this kid in the face and she was just like, I'm so proud of you. And like Caleb, I remember going home and I told him I punched this kid in the face and he like literally he just was like a proud brother and he was like pulled out his arms like show me how hard you hit him. And it was like it was like so nice. And I was just like, Alright, well at least now I know like I can do it. So freshman year of high school comes around, like, I was table-topping other people, like, we're freshmen at a football game, like, what else are you gonna do, watch football? Like, no, you're gonna go put your friends down. And so, we're, like, playing, I get table-top, but at the same time, simultaneously, this kid threw a bottle. It was, like, a Sprite bottle, and it hit me- Glass. Hit, no, it was a fucking Sprite bottle. Wait, is it full or empty? Empty, but it okay. hits me so perfectly on my eye right here that like it cuts- yeah, it, like, cut me perfectly. I had a black eye. And I ran to the bathroom, and I saw it was, like, gushing blood. And so I ran out, and I said, who threw the fucking bottle? And it was, like, a movie, because everyone turned and just pointed to this kid. Oh but I just looked so hard, because, like, I just had, like, blood on my shirt at this point. Like, my eye was black. Like, I was, like, ready to throw. My face. It's, like, my face. It's the only... It's one of my really good... It's the money maker. That's, 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 that's what I bring to the 
table. I got a good face. And so I was like so mad. And I go over and I punch it like in the nose, like not even in the eye. Like I just try to hit him as hard as I oh. fucking can. Cause I'm like, I don't have one black eye. You're going to have two motherfucker. <laughs> like I'm so done. But then like, because I went to a Catholic school, I like went to the principal's office. Oh, also earlier this week, one of my friends threw a bottle and hit me in the face. So I also had another black eye on the other side. So I actually did have two. This black week? Eyes. This no, no, this week. Oh, <laughs> but, like, what? But that same yeah. week of that that football yeah. game. And so um, I had two black eyes, and I like went to the principal's office, and I was like, "This kid threw a bottle at my face. Like, look what I look like." And they go, "Well, you punched him in the face." And like his mom is like calling the school, blah blah blah. And I was like, "Well, we were at a football game. We weren't at school." And so then, like, nothing happened to either of us because I was like, (laughs) I'm like, let's just call it what it is. We're we're good. We're just just an eye for an eye. No pun intended. And so I'm like, that's like the I'm like, so now I'm itching like for a man to just say something sideways to me because i'm like i'm ready you're long overdue i am i am dude we're gonna go out and like i'm just gonna start ordering shots and i'm just gonna look around and be like oh that's the one be like isabella isabella get him verbally verbally i can take anybody and i think kill can vouch. verbally i can hurt that's anybody. fair because i'm not i'm not for words so you can do all the verbal and then i'll just i'll just it. instigate until they and then they'll swing i'll duck there that's when you go gotcha. <laughs> like gotcha. that's the game plan <laughs> this poor loco is really just like charging something in my veins. How are you over, like, 16 and drinking a four loco? <laughs> I know. It's I for the culture. You missed the beginning. Yeah. It's for the culture. It's so cute. So he brought all of these because, like, he guess brings drinks. Mm-hmm. And he's like, someone has to drink the four loco. And I was like, whoever, if whoever saw you buy these, probably thought you were just got your fake ID. You are making your first purchase. <laughs> I was going to bring 40. <laughs> these but... are for after prom. <laughs> no, after <laughs> prom. <laughs> skip days tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Wait. I want to, there's a topic I want to get into because it's really been weighing on my Um, heart. On TikTok, across the internet, there's a trend about people talking about men only getting, like, men only marry the woman that's in front of them when they're ready to settle down. So instead of, like, like, women will wait around and, like, plot for, like, the man that they're in love with from, like, their past. But men only get married and settle down with the women that's in front of them that they're dating when they're ready. Well, there is a pretty famous saying that that it's well. This is kind of more about cheating, but it's kind of similar. You just love. You're so pro cheating. You just have to. <laughs> I'm saying that says like men are only as faithful as their options. So I feel oh. like it's the same thing with like, oh, you're ready to settle down. Like whoever you're like, who's like ever like at arm's reach. It's literally like you're sitting there and you're like. Uh, you and then like yeah, okay. you just kind of do it so no, yeah that's like 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 a guy will date have a five-year girlfriend they break up and then he's like dating this girl for like six months and he's like you know what i think i'm ready to settle down he'll just propose to that girl instead of like trying to get back with like the girl who has history with and like more is more compatible with yeah you also gotta think too though like like there's you always hear like like whenever or usually like in movies or you hear people talk about it like oh like heartbreak and like Usually, it, like, it's for, like, women because they're more sensitive, air quotes, or whatever. But, like, yeah, like, men don't want to, we don't want to be by ourselves. Like, we want someone, too. And so sometimes, like, uh, it's not great, but you pick it's the like lowest It's, like, the most fruit. convenient option. That hurts me. I know. That hurts like, my heart. Keep in mind, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a part of that. I'd rather just have one night stand. Like- Since this trend has been a thing, there's been a lot of, like, people will talk about it, and then there's been a lot of guys... Or girls that say that, like, guys from the past who, like, married, and then they're like, oh, I guess they, like, were more compatible, like, fell in love, but then they, like, break up or get divorced or whatever, 
and they get a message years later, like, yeah, message. you were the one that, like, got away. You also got to think, too, though. That, like, like not makes trying me to, so Not trying to fall into stereotypes or put a stigma on anything. Sometimes, I want to say women, because I don't want a fucking army Just say it, yeah, me. we know. Okay, sometimes, full disclosure, no stereotypes, no. <laughs> sometimes women have this image built up in their head of, like, fucking the perfect person, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's it's a lot to live up to sometimes. And sometimes, like, I find myself, like, conforming to be Did that. you talk to my ex-boyfriend? But, like, sometimes that's what women want. And, like, men are, I don't want to say more realistic, but sometimes it's just, like, it doesn't take all that. Everybody watch Daniel Sloss's Jigsaw stand-up and your relationship views. I try and get everyone to watch this because it honestly changed my perception of, like, so much. Like... Give me a synopsis. So, pretty much, he just, like, talks about, like... When he was younger, his dad said, your life is like a jigsaw. And, like, like your career is a piece, your friends, your hobbies, your likes, your dislikes. And then your person is supposed to be, like, your last piece of your jigsaw that makes everything whole. So now we all have this idea we need somebody else to make us whole. And so then, like, you work your entire life on your jigsaw to find out what the picture looks like. And then some asshole comes in and tries to shove their pieces in your jigsaw. And you're just so desperate to finish your jigsaw that you will shove whatever piece to make it fit. Mm-hmm. and it's just like don't do that like you need to like work on your jigsaw right now and you don't need to make another person fit into it and it's just like go fucking put resin on your fucking jigsaw and don't let anyone touch it because it's just like like you don't need to like have somebody all the time like you don't need to have this idea that like somebody else makes you whole that mm-hmm. you can just be your own person and then maybe like you can have two jigsaws that are wonderfully next to each other you gotta think too though i i think I think a lot of people would maybe agree with this. Not every man and not every woman, but I think women have more patience than most men. Yeah. And so yeah. a lot of men are impulsive. So if it's like, oh, like, I'm with this person and, like, it's... Oh, oh I will say this, too. This is true for a lot of men, and I'm, I'm so against it. But sometimes a lot of men get with women that aren't going to give them a lot of bullshit. Like, someone that's not going to ride them, someone that's not going to hold them to a standard. It's kind of like... Men love women who ever. don't put pressure. But exactly. do men want, like, a yes, yes woman? Or do they want, well, I guess, like, later in life they realize they want someone that, like... Tries them. Yeah, and, like, stimulates them to, like, be someone better instead of just, like, yes. If my ex would have stayed with me, he would be in med school and now he's installing windows. So that's all I gotta say. I think, it, I think it's definitely case by case, but I do think there's a lot of men where it's, like, I got a lot of other shit to worry about. Like, I got these emotions I don't really want to focus on. I got this bullshit-ass job right now. I got to pay these fucking bills. And I got to make something of myself. And I have to be... That's the thing. That's the thing. But, like, while you're kind of in your, like, not struggle period, but as you're figuring everything out, let's say that whole time you're dating a girl, y'all break up, then you finally get your money right, you're where you want to be, you're dating this girl, and you're just like, I guess, when you could, like, go back to the girl that, like, would make it all... Whole. No, dude, Wait. I agree. I don't. Well, I don't also believe in like one specific person. So, can I ask? So, you were in a when we first met. You were in a serious relationship. Yes. Did you never think about spending the rest of your life with that person? Oh. Oh, I'm not gonna put me in this situation. <laughs> That's so funny. I feel like as a Taurus, you're just like the opposite of a Taurus. I'll be so. Caleb's <laughs> like I'm done I'm on that. Note. <laughs> like, I'm out. I, I don't know his perspective on it, and I don't know yours. Respectfully, I love whoever's into it. I think it's bullshit. I don't really give a fuck yeah. about it. Like, That's I think bullshit. that it's cool. Like, whenever I hear something, I'm like, oh, like that lines up. But for the most part, there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, eh, I'm not really like that. But the fact that it's a bull and I oh, get... I think you're talking about marriage. Oh I'm no, sure. I'm talking about. Okay, ask you something else. Okay, so you are. I know you were. I was avoiding this. You like boys and girls. 
That's a tough question. And okay. well, it's not really a tough, or it's not really a tough question or a tough answer. Is it just like a, Cause I like feel a like, personality? Because I feel like right now you're talking a lot about like hooking up with girls, but like when I first met you, you were with a guy. Yeah. Okay. So this is the best way I can break it down, and I shy away from saying this yeah. just because. I don't know why, but I'm so afraid that somebody's going to call bullshit, and then I'm going to get mad, and then it's going to turn to an altercation, because... Uh, well, I mean, I, I, it's fucking You're going to rip your shirt off. It's, it's fucking terrible, <laughs> but I'm not here to debate with anyone. Gonna if we're going to debate, let's fucking fight. Like, that's, okay. where, that's where I come from. Yeah. Like, let's just fucking fight about it. So my whole thing is, like... Being gay is not a choice. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember, like, vividly when I was younger... At, like, certain ages, there were, like, moments where I would see... Like, I'll never forget it. I was at... In the sixth grade, I was at a, a friend's birthday party. Three boys, like, ten of us. We were all inside, like, eating pizza, doing whatever. We all went outside to play basketball. The birthday boy kept shooting, like, three-pointers, but he kept missing. And that turned you off. No, no, no. And he, he kept airballing it. And I'll never forget, there was this kid who would stand under the rim, and as, like, a joke to distract him, he would, like, pull his pants down and, like, like pull his ass out. Like, moon him. Yes. And I'll never forget, I was sitting there, and I was like, I'm kind of feeling something. And this is different. <gasps> Whoa! And then, so, like, I had that feeling, like, one or two other times, never thought anything of it. And then I got to college, and I was like, I don't really know anyone here, so it's like, fuck it. Reinvent yourself. See what this yeah. shit's like. And then so I tried it once, and I was like, mm, it ended poorly. Did you just, like, kiss him, or you, like, went full-blown? No, 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 no. Kevin's the second guy I ever dated. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then so I did that, and I was like, mm, this fucking sucks. So I'm just going to, like, hang out. Had some mischief, and then met Kevin. Some... I'm going to start saying that. <laughs> Had some mischief. mischief. Had some mischief. Oh, the Four loco party. Yes. Louisiana. So we lived in Louisiana, and we just started working at it as lifeguards. Everybody was cool with each other. Half the people were fucking on each other. Like, it was just, like, a really... It was, like, a fun time. Like, you spend all day there. Like, like sometimes Kevin and I would be there for, like, 12 hours. It was, like, no, the classic high school. We were working 60 hours a week in, like, high school. He was in college. Like, it was just, like, such a fun job. Get tan. You're with your friends all day. You hang out after work. Like, it's just, like, an everyday thing. And so, um, Caleb gets in... I did not get invited. Um, Caleb gets invited because like, you're like 16. <laughs> no, everyone was so cool, but it was because Caleb was like trying to be a thing. It was like little girl that was going, and so he gets invited and he goes. And I said I'll pick him up. Like I'll pick him up from this party. So Caleb was like, Caleb like never been a huge partier. Like he never was like a big drinker. Um, and so it was like really shocking when he was like, all right, come pick me up. And I was like, cool, I'm on my way. My mom comes with me because she's just like a dog like that. That's my girl. So we go and pick Caleb up. We get to the fucking party. Caleb was, oh, I'm going to go home with Victoria. So my mom's like pissed because this party was like, like 20 minutes away from our house. Caleb's wasted. And so she's like, you better get your fucking ass out here. We're not going home without you now. We drove out here and I'm like texting Caleb. I'm like watching snap stories. Like, it's just like, everyone's wasted. Like everyone's just so plastered. And so, Caleb doesn't know how to get out of the apartment complex. So he hops. It was like gated, so he didn't know how to get out. So he jumps over the fence. This is when Adidas NMDs were a big thing, just to paint you a picture. And he had just gotten brand new ones, and they were all muddy because he was just so drunk and fell into like a puddle. He gets into like a bush. And Caleb gets in the car, and he. My brother's not there. He is just the shell of a man with somebody inside him. He's sticking his head out the window. He's so drunk. He's like yelling at my mom. Like he's like, I love y'all. Like y'all my besties. And like my mom says something. I was like, oh, mom, be quiet. And Kel goes, don't talk to mom that way. And I was like, what? 
We get home. Caleb is puking his brains out on the bathroom. I'm like trying to get him in bed. We only have to get to work at 7 a.m. the next day. I tried to teach, teach swim lessons. And we had to teach swim lessons. Drunk. He was only still drunk the next morning. But he was just on the floor. And I was like, Caleb, like, we got to go in there. He's like, I just want to stay here. I'm going to sleep here. And he just was like passed out on the floor. Woke up the next morning still hammered. And he's literally just like drunk teaching swim lessons. We're in the pool. I'm like, he's going to drown. He's going to drown. Like, this is literally how it goes. Everyone comes to work the next day. Everyone's just like so hungover. Some still drunk. Like, the best part of the job, though, like, <laughs> this is such a safety issue. We all wear sunglasses, and so many people just, like, fall asleep on the stand. <laughs> like, because, like, you just, like, and everyone would, like... Wait, did you, did you ever have to do, like, an actual save? <laughs> yes, and, like, one time, like, so, um, my closest incident with... One of the closest incidents I have with death. Um, there was, like, a, a water slide that like dropped into an eight foot pool and like if you were above a certain weight limit you couldn't ride mm -hmm. um and i was at the bottom of that pool which is normally really nice because in the shade you get to swim around in that pool and play and so this big old woman who you have to you get asked if you know how to swim because it's like when you come down you're pretty disoriented because you like swim around and you fall into this pool and they asked if she could swim she said yes and if you can't swim they give you a life jacket so they can at least help you but she was also above the weight and she just went anyway I'm at the bottom of this pool, just thinking, like, I'm catching eight-year-olds, like, I got this. This full-grown... Like Norvik comes No! Literally! Literally! <laughs> and I'm, like, trying to save her, and I'm, like, trying to, like, just throw her the tube, because I don't really know what to do. I'm 16, 17 at this point. I'm, like, throwing her my tube. She grabs onto me and is pushing me down to, like, lift herself up, and I'm, like, I'm just a girl. Like, I'm just a girl. Like, I need to get up. And she's, like, pulling on my tube. My tube wraps around my neck, and this lady's pushing me. All of a sudden, I'm, like, holy, this is how I go. I'm breathing in water at this point. All of a sudden, I feel my boss reach in and grab me out by the back of my swimsuit, and I come up. I'm, like, throwing up water, and I'm, like, somebody give me CPR. Like, I literally, like, fuck her, fuck her. Like, save me, save me. And it was, like, so scary, and I I remember being like, I'm never going back to that slide. Never put me back there. It was like traumatic. Oh like, god. oh my god, that lady didn't even say sorry. You know, like, no, the thing, like, I was a lifeguard for like two summers in high school, really quick. The only like actual save I ever had to do, I was in the shallow end, so I was like, easy money. I was just like, I'm getting my tan on. Yes. My on. This little baby boy like comes in first. I like saw him come in, and I was like, you're way too little. Like he didn't have any floaties on. Gets out too. He can't touch. He starts like. And so I, like, go in, and you're supposed to, like, what, blow three times if you, like, yeah. in, but I, like, it was such a, like, a, so I just, like, jumped in and grabbed him and, like, brought him back, and he's, like, crying, and I'm, like, looking around, everyone's, like, gathered around the shallow end, and, like, I'm, like, where's your mom? His mom comes up, like, grabs him by the arm and doesn't even say thank you, she's just, like, ugh. And just, like, walks away. And I was like, I just saved your little son. See, we, like, we were to, like, the most ghetto water park. And, like, moms would just drop off their kids. Just, like, seven-year-olds, like, hey, see, see no, you later. No, literally, like, see you at close. Like, and you're just like, where's your mom? And you tell me. Wait, 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 <laughs> Caleb, were you a lifeguard? Yeah. Dude, what's crazy? We were all four lifeguards at one point. I think it's a rite of passage. Like, you know what's really even, you know it's even crazier? I don't know how to swim. What? <laughs> I was a lifeguard. Different to not I won't out him or the town, 
Oh, but the I knew the executive director at a YMCA, oh, and my one God. summer I needed a job, All and, politics and he was there. cool with my mom, and so she talked to him, and he was like, yeah, just tell him to come through. So I came through, signed two papers, and dipped. <laughs> Showed up with the fucking red shorts and the white shirt and no everything. Hey, <laughs> I had to like, take, like, an extensive two-week Oh, no, train. he just had to, like, swim six laps in the pool. I had to like, take CPR water. training, but other than that, that was it. I was like, well, if you can get him out of the water, I can do CPR, but... <laughs> if you get him, you get in the water. I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember whenever, so, like, the way that, like, where's it? wise like when kids would come up you could tell them like how far they could go i would just look at you like the eye test like hey, you're probably strong yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if i looked at you like Ugh. yeah nah i'm sorry you gotta stay on like, three foot <laughs> I, can't, I can't swim i can't swim i did it for like a year and a half oh my god i think if you were a lifeguard um like that was one of your first jobs you're automatically cool for, for both of you guys when you look at men what are yeah. you looking at because when uh, a man looks at a woman there's like is it is it muscles? Is it not muscles? Is the it thighs? The first thing, is it physically, like personality all, aside, um, I see him in the bar. The first thing I notice is height. And okay. I think, oh man, no, we're talking about guys physical. Yeah, I probably look at height first, just because. What's the okay? Where are we at here, height wise? Anything above six three? Anything? I'm a little. I'm, I'm a little picky. And Keep I, I, mind, I you like guys to are wear. Taller. I'm yeah. very. I'm a tall for a woman, and I I like to wear. We say this on every platforms. No, I know we talk about this every single episode, but I like to wear shoes that aren't flat. Yeah. So if he's taller than me, actually not even. If 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 he has to lean down to talk to me or hear me, I'm like, no, yeah. So you're not really into like looking down. No. no. Oh, okay. Um, if a guy, well, that's the thing. I feel like mm, if he was like my height. I maybe would be okay with that. It depends what he looks like. It depends what he looks like. But the next thing I'm looking at, once I realize how tall he is, I'm looking at his shoes. Okay. Oh, yeah. If you're wearing hokas, hokas with jeans at the bar, (laughs) you're done. You're fucking done. What? Walter? This has been so much fun. Dude, we need a part two. We we need to come on your podcast. So this is my plug for Walter's podcast. Walter, Michaela, and Hoy are starting a podcast. And Walter, where can we find you at? You can find me at 2160. Oh, oh, okay. oh wait, what are you talking about? So Walter is going to come out of the podcast, and as soon as he does, we're going to post the link to it on our story. You can find it on Apple, oh. Spotify. Oh, we're only on Spotify. You can find it on YouTube. Oh. We might have a little video session of it as well. Oh. We're going to have a lot of guests, a lot of friends, a lot of family, just some people we met professionally that we're super interested in, too. Nice. We oh, love yeah. it. We love Caleb. you. Kale <laughs> can be on their podcast as well. Uh, fan favorite, honestly. Oh, Just a friend of the program. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much for our four loco. I have to wake up at you know six tomorrow and teach children. So this will be but, fun. Like always, enjoy Joy. another round. When I think of you sometime and I want to spend some time with you. Just the t-